You are listening to the Today I Found Out podcast, where each weekday we provide an interesting story that is going to feed your brain. You can read more great articles like this by going to todayifoundout.com. This is episode number 162 of the Daily Knowledge Podcast, and in today's show you're going to learn about how the speed of light was first measured, specifically how people realized that it wasn't infinite as initially thought, and then how they went about measuring it. And in the bonus facts section today, you're going to learn exactly how many nuclear bombs would be required to stop the Earth from orbiting the Sun. And I'll give you a hint, it's a lot. The speed of light in a vacuum stands at exactly 299,792,458 meters per second. The reason today we can put an exact figure on it is because the speed of light in a vacuum is a universal constant that has been measured with lasers, and when an experiment involves lasers, it's hard to argue with the results. As to why it comes out somewhat conspicuously as a whole number, this is no coincidence. The length of a meter is defined using this constant. The length of the path traveled by light in a vacuum during the time interval of 1 in 299,792,458 of a second. Prior to a few hundred years ago, it was generally agreed, or at least assumed, that the speed of light was infinite, when, in actuality, it's just really, really, really fast. The first person to question the whole speed of light is infinite thing was the 5th century BC philosopher Empedocles. Less than a century later, Aristotle would disagree with Empedocles, and the argument continued for more than 2,000 years after. One of the first prominent individuals to actually come up with a tangible experiment to test whether light had a speed was Dutch scientist Isaac Beckman in 1629. Despite living in a time before lasers, which gives me the chills just thinking about, Beckman understood that, lacking lasers, the basis of any good scientific experiment should always involve explosions of some kind. Thus, his experiment involved detonating gunpowder. Beckman placed mirrors at various distances from the explosion and asked observers whether they could see any differences when the flash of light reflected from each mirror reached their eyes. As you can probably guess, the experiment was inconclusive. A similar, more famous experiment that didn't involve explosions was possibly conducted, or at the very least proposed, by Galileo Galilei just under a decade later in 1638. Galileo, like Beckman, also suspected that the speed of light wasn't infinite, and made passing references to an experiment involving lanterns in some of his work. His experiment, if he ever conducted it at all, involved placing two lanterns a mile apart and trying to see if there was any noticeable lag between the two. The results were inconclusive. The only thing Galileo could summarize was that if light wasn't infinite, it was fast, and that experiments on such a small scale were destined to fail. It wasn't until Danish astronomer Ole Romer entered the fray that measurements of the speed of light got serious. In an experiment that made Galileo flashing lanterns on a hill look like a primary school science fair project, Romer determined that, lacking lasers and explosions, an experiment should always involve outer space. Thus, he based his observations on the movement of planets themselves, announcing the groundbreaking results on the 22nd of August, 1676. Specifically, while studying one of Jupiter's moons, Roma noticed that the time between eclipses would vary throughout the year, based on whether Earth was moving towards Jupiter or away from it. 
Curious about this, Roma began taking careful notes about the time Io, the moon he was observing, would come into view and how it correlated to the time it was usually expected. After a while, Roma noticed that as the Earth orbited the Sun, and in turn got further away from Jupiter, the time Io would come into view would lag behind the expected time written down in his notes. Roma correctly theorized that this was because the light reflected from Io wasn't traveling instantaneously. Unfortunately, the exact calculations he used were lost in the Copenhagen fire of 1728, but we have a pretty good account of things from news stories covering his discovery and from other scientists around that time who used Roma's numbers in their own work. The gist of it was that using a bunch of clever calculations involving the diameter of the Earth's and Jupiter's orbits, Roma was able to conclude that it took about 22 minutes for light to cross the diameter of Earth's orbit around the Sun. Christian Hauhens later converted this to more commonplace numbers, showing that by Roma's estimation, light traveled around 220,000 kilometers per second. This figure is a little off, about 27% off from the figure noted earlier, but we'll get to that in a moment. When Roma's colleagues almost universally expressed doubt about his theory about Io, Roma responded by calmly telling them that Io's 9th of November eclipse in 1676 was going to be 10 minutes late. When the time came, the doubters stood flabbergasted as the movement of an entire celestial body lent credence to his conclusion. Roma's colleagues were right to be astounded in his estimation, as even today his estimation of the speed of light is considered to be amazingly accurate, considering it was made 300 years before the existence of both lasers, the internet, and Conan O'Brien's hair. So, it was 80,000 kilometers per second too slow, but given the state of science and technology at the time, that is remarkably impressive, particularly given he was primarily just working off a hunch to begin with. What's even more amazing is that the reason for Roma's estimation being a little too slow is thought to have less to do with any mistake on his part and more to do with the fact that the commonly accepted diameter of the Earth's and Jupiter's orbits were off when Roma did his calculations. Meaning, yes, Roma was only wrong because other people weren't as awesome at science as he was. In fact, if you slot the correct orbit numbers into what is thought to be his original calculations from reports before his papers were destroyed in the aforementioned fire, his estimation is nearly spot on. So, even though he was technically wrong, and even though James Bradley came up with a more accurate number in 1729, Roma would go down in history as the guy who first proved that the speed of light was not infinite and worked out a reasonably accurate ballpark figure on what the exact speed was by observing the movements of a speck orbiting a giant ball of gas positioned about 780 million kilometers away. That, right there in a nutshell, is why science is awesome even without lasers. And now for today's bonus facts. The energy required to stop the Earth orbiting the Sun is about 2.6478 times 10 to the power of 33 joules, or 7.3551 times 10 to the power of 29 watt-hours, or 6.3285 times 10 to the power of 17 megatons of TNT. For reference, the largest nuclear explosion ever detonated, the Tsar bomber by the Soviet Union, only produced 50 megatons of TNT worth of energy. So it would take around 12,657 trillion of those nuclear bombs detonated at the correct location to stop the Earth from orbiting the Sun. Bonus fact 2. Aside from the debate over whether the speed of light was infinite or not, a common side debate throughout history was whether or not light originated in the eye itself or from something else. Among the famous scientists to believe the light emitted from the eye theory were Ptolemy and Euclid. 
Most who thought this theory correct also thought the speed of light must be infinite, because the instant we open our eyes, we can see a vast number of stars in the night sky, and that the number does not increase the longer we look, unless, of course, we were previously looking at a bright light and our eyes are adjusting to darkness. You just listened to an episode of the Today I Found Out Daily podcast. Tune in every weekday for another great episode, or find more articles at todayifoundout.com.